Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Everyone, welcome back to Faking Movies. I don't know what episode this is because there's a couple... 204. All right. We're going with so 204. Yeah. We're going with 204. Hey, everybody. I'm Lee. A uh, couple things to get across here right up top. Uh, I sound awful because my mic just <laughs> died. And it's that's true. related to the other thing, which is the reason it's episode 204 is because we had our first ever lost episode. First episode t- ever lost. How well, did it take that long? It is truly amazing, it's, given how much we usually drink and how stupid we are. It's baffling. <laughs> it's baffling, especially with guests like and yeah. all sorts of yeah. bullshit. Yeah, Ooh, there's been a few where we thought we were not going to get that recording. Mm-hmm. Closies, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently my mic actually died last time, so you guys never got to hear about Holy Motors. Yeah, and, Bro- and yet we had to suffer through it. <laughs> yeah, I. I yeah. I hated that movie a lot. It was bad. You should Google it just to like learn about it. It's wild. Yeah. And just just so y'all know, just a little teaser. What I did was I made a little farce about killing the Pope a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's great. That was great. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I, what you missed, everybody. I quite enjoyed it. Yep. And maybe, maybe someday we'll try to rescue some clips, but uh, I don't think. I don't it's think mostly going gonna be Zach and I ranting about how much we hated the original. Just so being very angry, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So consider this the oral history of our last episode. Mm, it yeah. happened. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll do a better version at some point. Never, but for... we won't. We won't. <laughs> um, make sure to check out our Twitter because Marielle works very hard. It's mm-hmm. gonna be at Faking Movies. Um, guys, what's up? I see Seth wearing a hat. Yeah, it's always fun. Very cool hat. I've never seen this hat. I'm in love with this hat. Yeah, no, it's a uh, voyageur hat from the uh, 17th century uh, in the American Midwest when the French were uh, colonizing it like bastards. You know, I was just going to ask because you know what it reminds me of? There were... um... I believe it was some uh, Midwest platoons in the Civil War, the American Civil War, that mm-hmm. wore Voyager hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's a it's a good one. It's got a it's got a big big ass cross with that extra bar because you know you have to determine which person is evil or good. I don't, I don't I don't understand Jesus. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but well, he has that. There's that second bar on all the Orthodox ones. There's the one right. where they nailed oh, his feet yeah. in, and then there's the second one that's angled towards the center and the non-center or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Anyway, no, my, it's got my mom's family one. was Byzantine, so I'm I'm aware of this design. Yeah. Oh wow. yeah, they really yeah. they really felt that fall of the Roman the Holy Roman Empire in mm-hmm. I don't know what the 15th century. <laughs> it depends on who you ask. Well, um, yeah, sure do, sure, sure yeah. do. Anyway, this hat this is hat chat. Very yeah. hot. I'm gonna hat take chat. it off now. Yeah, oh boy, it is. No, I'm assuming since it's still in such good condition, mm-hmm. and you are wearing it as a goof, it's not in 
historical well right i the the town i grew up in had a weird festival where um the fort the firstborn was killed every (laughs) well that's true but um the fort that that we lived vaguely near had been captured by six different nations um and uh there's a there's a celebration every year where you like dress up anachronistically as one of the six, na- six nations like early americans or french or mm. ooh, native americans even though it's <laughs> problematic um or you know british or the second time the british conquered it or the second time the uh, the early americans conquered it um whatever you would dress up as any of these anachronistic outfits and um i i I used to have to produce parched corn at this festival. That's how I made my living, was <laughs> making parched corn. What kind of cursed Renfair bullshit is this? <laughs> <laughs> it is... That is that is the quintessence of this. It is a <laughs> it cursed. Like it. it is a cursed 16th to 19th century Renfair. See, I love that my question was mm-hmm. this this hat isn't actually from the 16th century <laughs> mm-hmm. and what you did was tell a long story about how your town was continually uh colonized over Yeah, and over uh-huh. again. Yeah. yeah, over and over and over again. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> and also since you said it was conquered by six nations, we got to throw a Jack White joke in there. So close. Don't 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 yeah, mm-hmm. the song that will never die. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, it's... how are you doing, Zach? Yeah, doing okay. I'm a little sleepy, and my I'm realizing now that my movie this week is quite long, and I'm a little worried about that. But oh, Joy. well, you're Zach. You are my seventh nation army. Oh, thanks, friend. <laughs> I think that's good, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, okay. Why don't you, Why don't you be a sporting event where you just play the opening yeah. to that for a while, over and over and over? Yeah, you're you're yeah. You, you be the marching band. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. When I was, and we be the cool kids making out in the bleachers. Oh, envious. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I I I don't think I can do that way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, it's immediate it's, panic setting. I don't yeah. know that I could play against types so intensely. <laughs> like, yeah. It just doesn't resonate. Everybody yeah. can yeah. see it. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. <laughs> anyway, so Zach is faking a movie this week for yeah. our episode 204. So, Zach, take it away. Sure thing. We got a Seth chopped and screwed cast here. So oh, stick I would on. like to point out that I sent you a normal cast before. Seth. You did. I, and he couldn't help himself. Yeah. I, I, I forgot. It was again, like every week, a little bit of a rough week. So sure. I decided yeah. to fuck with Zach. Yep. Oh, it, it's fun. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, my movie is called Memoirs of an Invisible Man, mm-hmm. starring, mm-hmm. regrettably, <laughs> Sam Hain Neal. Mm-hmm. Sam Neal. Tame enough. Yeah. Uh, Chevrolet Chase. Which I actually Chevy like Chase. quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, and I will say, in the real movie, the regrettable tag should go to Chevy Chase. Yeah, and not, I should, yeah. yeah. universally, not, not yeah. Sam Hain, of course. Right. Um, Daryl Hammond, Hannah Montana. <laughs> Daryl Hannah, yeah. Uh-huh. Michael the Archangel, Archangel McKeon. Mm-hmm. Mike, uh, Michael, Michael McKeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This one's hard to vocalize, Stephen. 
Tobo lol in parentheses and then Lowski at the end. So Stephen Tobolowski. Yeah. Tobolowski. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Tobololowski. Something like that. Yep. Um, and uh, everybody's favorite TV star, Patty Heaton. Mm-hmm. Deborah. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Zach, uh, not to spoil too much, but she really brings that same. So that she has this one season party hosting show that Zach and I on a vacation just randomly watched a ton of. And uh, she yeah. brings the exact same energy to this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, snarky yeah. and kind of mean. Okay, mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Um, yeah, so we mm-hmm. got Sam Neill, Chevy Chase, Daryl Hannah, Michael McKeon, Stephen Tobolowsky, and Patty Heaton. Yep. Um, I had two extremely failed ideas. I, I don't know why I even wrote them down. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. I was thinking of doing some incel thing, and then realized literally no one wants that. That's yeah, terrible. No. Yeah, good good instinct there. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Solid, oh, wait, solid, wait solid for choice. number two. Oh, no. <laughs> How is it worse? Yeah, I, <laughs> well, it's not. It has the potential to be quite a bit worse. Is it full of rapists? Like what? No. no. <laughs> oh God! It's <laughs> it's just from me. It would be bad. So flipping okay. the entire other direction, uh, the struggles of being a trans man and feeling somewhat unsure of one's place in the landscape of masculinity. Something that I am clearly not the yeah, right person no, to be can't. making. Yeah, you. you so no, I yeah, won't. No, yeah, it's yeah. not for you. Yes. Sorry. Um. So the actual thing. Uh, again, a bit long, but here mm-hmm. we go. Uh, through our establishing shots, we learn that Sam Neill is married to Daryl Hannah. Uh, she is, in turn, best buds with Patty Heaton, who's mm-hmm. married to Stephen Tobolowsky. And Sam works with Chevy and Michael. So just getting that whole cast on out there. Um, Sam is always put upon at work because he's a nice guy, and Chevy, being the absolute dickhead that he is, uh, knows that Sam will pick up his slack out of some false loyalty to the company or whatever that old-timey bullshit is. Mm-hmm. Um Michael is a somewhat overbearing boss, even though he, um, oh, and even though he sees the dynamic that's at play between these two, uh, he also leans on Sam because he knows that he'll actually get shit done. Yeah, he lets it go. I I understand this. Yeah. Yeah. We've all worked in some environment like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Daryl is a. Sometimes it starts out of, like, I don't know, desperation. Where yeah. it's like, okay, it just has to get done and we'll address this later. And then mm-hmm. it kind of, you just get used to it. And then that's when people's, yeah, abilities get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. Fucking capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turns out. It starts with one. Oh. Warhammer YouTube video. No, 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 no. It's uh, Robo- Robotech. Robotech. Oh, yeah. sure, 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 sure. <laughs> More obscure somehow, yes. <laughs> It hasn't existed um, since the late nineties, <laughs> when YouTube didn't exist. Uh, 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 I just, I need to, I just want to say, it was on Newgrounds.com. Oh, dear God! Wow. Um, <laughs> I feel like I brought this up before, but um, uh, so like Lincoln Park and Jay Z, there was a mashup album that came out. When, the, yeah, it was great when we were in high school. Yeah. No, no, no. Did the songs where it was the Lincoln Park music with the Jay Z. Uh, uh, lyrics. Yeah, those were great. I didn't the know songs... that Jay Z was a Robotech pilot. Uh, he was <laughs> not anymore. He's oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's retired, which yeah, is which is impressive because you either die or you live to become the villain. Mm-hmm. He's the in, in Robotech, he's, 
in Robotech. <laughs> uh, so uh, the other side of that Fuck coin, though, uh, with uh, the Jay-Z beats uh, mashed up with Linkin Park lyrics, you know what uh, Linkin Park uh, can't, none of their lyrics work with? Uh, the song Big Pimpin', and yet... <laughs> and <it> is. And yet. <laughs> <laughs> That is uh, yep <laughs> a, a baffling juxtaposition. Um, yeah, it has like an almost Caribbean feel. Oh, no. Yeah, and then and then the lyrics over it are like you know, cut myself in the movie theater. <laughs> like, feels a little odd for oh, sure. Oh boy, goo. Um, <laughs> All right, Zach. Please, any who's please, yeah. please bring us uh, back. That so, whole thing needs to be cut. I'm just, that was all. God, <laughs> I doubt it. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> not entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, Daryl is a bit aloof. Um, she's always drinking at her friend Patty's house because Patty throws these snarky dinner parties, of course, mm-hmm. uh, much <laughs> like you can see on TV in circa 2014, if I recall correctly. I think it was even in reruns at that point. Oh, <laughs> sure, probably, yeah. Um, mostly because Sam is often working late or otherwise distracted by work because of the dynamic there. Mm-hmm. Um, the marriage is a bit strained. Uh, Daryl doesn't seem to care as she's like mostly living her best life. Like she just fucks off and does whatever she wants. Um, while Sam genuinely wishes that there was sort of more to it. Um, and he is kind of bummed out about the whole thing. So, um, one day mm-hmm. Sam is at work and the usual shit is happening. One uh, day. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just let me just scan my whole thing real quick and rewrite any parts that happen to coincide with Lincoln Park lyrics. I only know that one song. Because <laughs> well, of the Robotech video. Sure. Not like and a then normal Michael high school. Then Michael McKeon dropped a pencil, so he had to start crawling in my skin. <laughs> okay, that was actually quite good. I'm, I'm on board with that. Oh, boy. Um, rip, Chester, rip. Yeah, yeah. Sad thing. <laughs> Um, uh, so she- uh, Chevy is, I keep wanting to say Chevy when I see it. Chevy. Is- <laughs> Do it, baby. <laughs> it might happen. Drive uh, it to that levee. Yeah, drive it to the <laughs> levee, yeah. but the levee yeah. is dry. And then throw him in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chevy is idly chatting with coworkers while Sam, of course, slaves away. Um, Chevy indicates that he's going to kick off for lunch early with some of the guys, uh, since it seems like Sam's got everything under control in a moment of uncharacteristic confidence. Uh, Sam has the distinct urge to say something to Chevy and almost does, but at the last second decides it's best not to, and simply waves him off and Hmm. yeah, fine, whatever. Um, as Chevy leaves, Sam experiences this weird twinge and suddenly as if spectating, he seems to watch an entirely different scene play out. Um, where Chevy is surprised by his boldness and doesn't go to lunch and instead stays back and helps. Hmm. Um, In an instant, he is brought back to reality, only to then witness another scene where Chevy makes a big scene about how dare Sam tell him what he can and can't do. He should be grateful. Chevy even, like, gives him the time of day, blah, blah, blah. Um, So there's a lot of separate timelines happening right now. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, Sam chalks this up to, like, this just sounds like the inner workings of my highly anxiety-induced brain. Yeah, Yeah, I think we all got a touch of that. What if I had just said this instead? Let me me roll all of the life dice at once and consider all my options before doing literally anything. Yes. It's like that episode of Community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It might indeed be that. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> um, so Sam chalks us up to lack of sleep and returns to diligently doing both his and Chevy's work. Um, returning home that night, he notices Daryl is not at home as per usual uh, oh. and goes to fix himself a sad freezer dinner. 
As he goes to press start on the microwave, he again has a sort of flash and sees himself calling Patty's house and demanding to know where Daryl is, um, only to have her half-drunken kind of yell at him. Um, alternatively, again in another flash, uh, he sees himself abandoning the freezer dinner and instead going out to a local haunt uh, to get a steak and unwind a little bit. Um, he shakes these weird thoughts away, but just as he's about to resign himself to the microwave, uh, he decides he's earned it and he's going to go for the steak. Um, so on his way, he has several more of these flashes, each with several scenarios, each showing sort of options for things he's about to do. Um, so is Sam uh, Neill a fourth dimensional being? It would appear so. Yes. Uh, or I so, guess yeah. a fifth dimensional being because he can it would perceive fifth, yeah. the, yeah, perceive the, the yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also yep. just thinking while you're doing this movie here that mm-hmm. I don't really know any lyrics to any other Linkin Park songs <laughs> because I've been trying to jump it yep. and I just got nothing. <laughs> You can look some up. We can. We'll just, no, it's uh, fine. Yeah, okay. I think maybe not. Uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's probably all right. I literally only know the one. So this is your episode, Zach. Could have could have fooled me. Okay. Uh, so oh, so um, everything. Uh, 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 so the idea here is, uh, as Seth alluded to, there's this popular branch of physics, uh, or sorry, popular like time space theory that dictates that every single decision or logical uh, forking point in every single entity can manifest a new universe where these things have in fact happened and all of these universes exist simultaneously yeah 99 percent of which are lincoln park lyrics you know chaos theory and whatnot I, yeah, huh? yeah yeah it turns um, it turns out that that's the confluence is lincoln park <laughs> chaos theory is the name of a lincoln park album zach you snuck Whoa, one in baby no. <laughs> Ooh. how unintentional Ooh. oh really oh shit. oh for sure yeah <laughs> seth can you do me a quick favor and look that up because i don't know if i'm right uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I have no idea none of us are dedicated enough lincoln park fans yeah yeah it turns um out. Uh, of course, we can only perceive a single one of these universes living in the fourth dimension um, and a single plane of consciousness. In this movie, we are realizing, however, that Sam seems to have advanced access to all of these alternate universes and effectively has infinite like save point style do overs like you would in a video game, for instance. Oh, like in that episode of Rick and Morty. You know, yeah. I, I don't like Rick and Morty, so oh. I, that's I, fair. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, so the middle of the movie involves him, of course, exploring this newfound power uh, where he can control aspects of his own life. And as he quickly realizes others lives as well, even though his actions or sorry, uh, through his actions or his inactions, like he can let somebody get hit by a bus, for instance. Ah, Lee, Um, it's called hybrid theory. Ah, fuck. So close. Close, yeah, it was very close. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a, um, it's a little embarrassing for you. It's got paper cut and forgotten, and uh, gonna be out of the frame. Other club. other songs I'm sure exist. Um, I'm gonna have to unspike my hair and stop wearing UFOs. Yeah, I mean, we all um, knew this day would come. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm only 33. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, on time of recording, it is Jinko uh, de Mayo. So <laughs> it sure is. I did see that. The, yeah. the year of our Lord. <laughs> I have enjoyed like recently adding in the year of our Lord to things. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, it's yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he realizes he's become the invisible man, the proverbial hand of God, if you will. Um, so at first he uses this power to help people out and to punish others. I.e., Is he in charge of the free market? <laughs> I oh, suppose God. he could be. Yeah. Damn it, Seth. Let me open up my envelope in which I wrote Seth makes a Maradona joke. But <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> 
Oh, dear. You went Adam um, Smith, you son of I went bitch. Adam Smith instead of Maradona, but, you know, it's in the same vein. I don't think so. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he manifests uh, a more equitable work situation for himself uh, mm-hmm. and manages to genuinely rekindle some of his marriage in earnest. Um, but of course, eventually this power becomes burdensome um, as it grows in strength and he finds himself compelled to intervene in random strangers' lives uh, to keep them from like, as I mentioned, walking into traffic or just like from things as simple as like somebody drops a bag of groceries and he is overcome with this like uh, ethical obligation. He's like, well, I could help. So I should, obviously. Sure. It's the early edition theorem. Oh, are we going to talk about early edition again? Kev's not here, but um... <laughs> CBS. Kev, Kevin and I and drama early edition. We, yeah. we fucking love early edition. <laughs> Strange. Okay. From the nineties, yeah. Aww. Yeah, yeah. See Zach, he gets a, a magic newspaper. He gets a early. magic newspaper. Oh, it's uh, it's the okay. Chicago Tribune every single day. There's also a cat there. And he oh. never uses it to gamble. Yeah. I was going to say, this is Back to the Future. It's, yeah. No, it's like that, but much worse. <laughs> okay. Noted. Mm-hmm. Um, Mostly children get stuck in uh, in abandoned refrigerators. Uh, <laughs> oh. Most, most, yeah, was, I, w- I would that... say at least 50% of the series the show is freeing huh. children from... <laughs> from abandoned refrigerators that yeah, they the got show was in. funded almost entirely by the um, refrigerator door council mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. weird how they get their you know i wonder and everything i wonder if you still have to remove the doors from refrigerators when they go to dumps now that they have those ugly clear doors oh uh, yeah yeah um well is the idea that if it falls over, you can't get out? Because I mean, you can no, just push no. It the uh, the idea is that you used to have a latch, right? And, right. The real old timey ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's yeah. and that's where all the the like laws and and ordinances and whatnot came from. But um, I don't think that it still applies anymore. <laughs> Back before Game Boys, where kids just all played in the local dump. Is that like, <laughs> was this a massive problem? <laughs> I read it. That's ninety percent of that uh, book. That's true. It does take a lot yeah. of. Yeah, I all can't. Right. <laughs> I can't wait to have an orgy on a turtle. <sighs> Gets a little weird. Yep. <laughs> uh, that being said, I used to play on a big old pile of spent coal. So you know. Oh, fun! Yeah. Wow. You I mean, definitely grew up in. Yeah, boring. you definitely grew up in Pennsylvania there. So yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say if I could have taken my BB gun to the dump and shot dump stuff, like for sure would have done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Sounds mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> all right, so getting back Zach, to Zach, finish us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Sam is kind of losing it, overcome with the feelings of guilt when he neglects to better someone's current Me universe. Me too, Sam. Me too. I know. This is way more real than I realized at the time. Um, so <laughs> he, he effectively turns into a bit of a recluse uh, to sort of to narrow the possible branches that he encounters on any given day. Like, if he just doesn't leave his house, then, like, he doesn't have to deal with any of this shit. Um, and he finally confides in Daryl, uh, who doesn't immediately believe him, of course, cause it sounds insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but makes an argument about how free will is effectively the same thing. Like anyone can always change their own or anyone else's situation simply by Ugh. making choices in their everyday life. Thanks. Daryl. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he just has like a heightened version of this thing. Essentially. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, just deal with it. Like, you like know, anybody would. you know, Daryl Hannah married Neil Young in real life. Ew. Really? 
He's such a strange fella. And he's Canadian. He is Double Canadian. Uh. <laughs> and he hangs out with Crosby and Stills and also Nash sometimes. Uh. <laughs> Southern man. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've talked about this a lot of times, but he did an album in like 2005 or six. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a, a, a theme album about impeaching bush yep oh yep and that, no. like there was literally a song that was just called let's impeach the president for lying and it's like a whole choir singing back up on it and like wow one of the local radio stations in my hometown played the whole album front to back like every day for a week at the same oh. time because they were like this is an important message and it's like yeah i guess so but like it's bad music you're in the business of entertainment yeah what are you doing <laughs> and yes. it gets so much worse fella <laughs> yeah well, if only nil knew oh yeah for real you gotta remember though this radio station didn't have disc jockeys they had guides so Ooh. Yuck! <laughs> Yuckers! No, 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 no! <laughs> oh boy, it's a hard pass on that one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Also, manifestly, um, the quote average universe has an equal number of good and bad branches, for some definition that you want to you know, mm-hmm, use there. Sure. Uh. And life goes on like that every single day. So she's basically saying, like, this is all fine. You just like, it, you just have a weirder version of the thing everybody else has. Um, so given this, he learns to tune out the flashes a bit and stop feeling like he has to be the invisible man so much. Um, but at the Mm -hmm. end we see that he still makes the errant shift in universes. Uh, when at work one day we see that Chevy very obviously is having violent diarrhea while simply (laughs) smirks from across the room and then we roll credits. (laughs) Love it. Oh, I love it. It's the subtle (laughs) shifts. So like he, he didn't. (laughs) Yeah, he he's just doing the subtle shifts, not 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 remaking the universe, but just exactly. giving giving some bad people some die die. Yep. yep, harmless. Yep. <laughs> uh, so you want to hear about the real thing? Yeah, for sure. Ah, uh, yep. All right, I got it. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> so this is a 1992 film. Okay, seems right. Um, after a freak accident, a company executive turns completely invisible. Goes on to run and becomes hunted by the treacherous CIA official whilst trying to Ooh. cope with his new reality. Okay. Let me let me, let me tell you. Hmm. Okay. I was going to say, so there's this new movie, was it 2019 or 2020, uh, with Elizabeth Moss that's like actual, I think it's called The Invisible Man. I have a problem with that movie um, for a number of reasons. Cause, cause, so this is a thing that I don't like in the horror genre, and that is basically the like... The fact that you don't believe the uh, protagonist, right? The victim, essentially. Yeah. Right. I I find that incredibly frustrating. That it's that 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 all the gaslighting and all of the like. Right. Because you, you spend the whole movie just being like, "Fuck, it's right." God damn it. Yeah. yeah right. And I find mm. I find that because it specifically happens, especially with female protagonists, where yeah. they yeah. just like authority figures or somebody who can do anything to help them just doesn't believe them and i find that incredibly frustrating and so that 2020 um elizabeth moth movie i i had to give up because i was like yeah this entire movie is going to be literally nothing but people like people gaslighting her and gaslighting all of her friends and making things more and more frustrating i i found that 
completely reprehensible. Like it, it shouldn't be like that. that. I mean, like, spoiler I, alert: I, she does some ass kicking the, at the end. But I only saw the opening scene. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, sure. But yeah. So the, anyway, there's a yeah. literal invisible guy, and so I didn't quite want to do that thing because I was like, eh, yeah. it's kind mm-hmm. of fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Ninety-two. Sure. 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 Let me let me give you a little bit of a little bit of info about this movie, Zach. Uh, mm-hmm. First, first of all, I gotta I gotta let you know that uh, one of the things that you made a great decision about was not making Chevy Chase your star. Mm-hmm. I figured he was. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that to death. <laughs> Although I will say there's like a fair amount of this movie where he's invisible. So like, that's oh. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that is nice. Um, you got to hear him though, I imagine. Well, okay. So I, I'll say this. I'll say it, it's based on a novel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and it was a novel that had come out fairly recent compared to when the movie did. Um, sure. I didn't actually look up what the differences were. Apparently it was like pretty similar um but so there's a lot of narration Mm. and i will say that i don't know how seth feels about this chevy's narration i thought was well done it's not bad yeah okay chevy's acting (laughs) is fucking terrible naturally i mean that kind of makes sense because narration you can't put your own stink on it's just you're supposed to just like lay it out right so I could kind he, of see that. Just his smarm bullshit. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there's a couple, before we really get too deep into it, there are a couple of very interesting things about this movie mm-hmm. that is pretty much doesn't exist, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of those interesting things happens to be the score, Zach. Yeah. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who? There's a very interesting uh, fact about this score. Is, is it synth heavy? Mm. It's got a lot of Moog in it. Uh, you know what? It's not. Um, okay. The interesting Surprisingly. That, yeah. The, well, the interesting thing is that it was, well, I don't know about that, but it, it was scored by Shirley Walker. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's the first, it's the first okay. big budget. Like it's the first, it's kind of cited as the first Hollywood movie, like main studio production that was completely scored by a female composer. It's true. So, and the reason I bring it up <laughs> okay. is because this, I think at least the score is easily the best part of this movie. Uh, I agree. Sure, sure. Agreed. Uh, surprising, it's surprisingly, at, yeah, it's very good at setting the tone. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's like it's just it's just really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm right. I'm kind of like obfuscating here because like the Clearly. movie in general is not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. That's um, true. Although famous author William Goldman uh, was hired to adapt the screenplay and uh, has refused hmm. to this day to watch the movie because he said oh. that the uh, shooting script, at least when he saw it, was nothing like what he wrote. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I guess he had made some pretty big departures from the source material. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, sure. Specifically the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I, uh, I'm just trying to not do this longer summary as long as I can help it. Uh, Seth, do you have any other, like, what, was there any other interesting things about, like, the production that's worth bringing up before oh, that? Yeah, I mean, um, it, it, it it was a flop, right? So mm-hmm, sure. so it was budgeted at, uh, what, what, claimed, like, 30 to 40 million. And it only made, Jesus. Right, it only made 14.4. I guess a lot of that is the like invisibility effects, but like yeah, there was know. there was a lot of very interesting effects used in this movie, and I think that might be chalked up to the director, perhaps. Yeah, they were very practical. Effects. Yeah, I knew we were doing a thing this whole time. <laughs> you guys are fucking miserable at hiding this shit. <laughs> I felt like I was watching a fucking high school theater play. <laughs> the acting is terrible. 
Oh my god. Oh, wow. What are, you, what are you getting at, Zach? I'm not well, sure. Yeah, I know. You gotta. Surely it's a Carpenter movie. You know, how did you guess? How did you guess? How did you guess that? It does not sound like a John Carpenter movie based exactly. on what I've been saying. This fucking key. This movie could have yeah. been made by anybody. Yeah, so yeah, this, this, sure. this, this was. Oh, unfortunately, directed by by Johnny Carps. This is a Don Carpenter movie, but good God, as it, like so, uh, Lee watched it just before me, and then mm. he was like, "This could have been directed by anyone." And I was like, "Wow, yeah, this could have been directed by literally anyone." There's <laughs> no like there are stamp on it at all. Other like, other yeah. than a couple mm. of of like weird, not super well done visuals. Okay. I, well, there were a couple of visuals that were well done, but like there's some practical stuff that's looks yeah. Pretty but good. this is yeah. not this is not a Johnny Carps in anything other than it was just it has his name on it. Didn't we talk about this where he he does the blank check thing where he does like one big one so he can pay for the next like weird John Carpenter kind one of? Then... But I think I think and and Lee said this to me overtly. He was like, I don't think that John Carpenter should ever do studio movies. It sounds like Cause, it. Cause, I mean, he's done a couple of floppy ones, right? Yeah, because like, every every time that he is not able to do do his own stupid bullshit, right, right, it doesn't turn out well. And this is I, an example of that, I think. One of the things that I that I and, and this will become more clear because I will do I will do a longer plot. Um, yeah, we were trying to goof you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We uh, you love to, to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this might have been the last one, by the way. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> We've done a shitload of them, so yeah. I know. <laughs> Wouldn't be um, surprised. <laughs> not that it's the last one, because we haven't done Big Trouble in Little China, uh, but oh, like sure. they're, we're out of ones, I think, that you would not know yeah, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, one of the things that I think maybe the only the only thing I can think of is to like, oh, we need to, we need a John Carpenter. Is, yeah. um, it's it's has a lot of similarities to Starman. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that it's like a, a a man who's like in some way extra supernatural, uh, who's sure, on sure. the outside of society, and then a woman who he admitted really doesn't know that well, helping guide him through mm-hmm. to safety while escaping the government. Like it's it's mm-hmm. yeah, that does sound very similar to Starman in that case. It's yeah. very surface, but like sure. that is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still yeah, not a good reason yeah. to hire a guy. Like he did another movie that's kind of like this movie, so he's the he's the one we need him. I don't know. That I happens don't. A lot. Eh, I, guess. I well, but this this movie was supposedly uh, was uh, originally supposed to be Ivan Reitman. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then he he backed out. So um, what else was he making around this time? I wonder. Uh, Ooh, don't know. Twins, twins is too early, and, and Junior didn't happen yet. This is ninety. Couldn't have been either the Ghostbusters. Yeah, ninety three. Those so. sound thematically more like what I would imagine this movie is, mm-hmm. though, where it's kind of goofy. It has Chevy Chase in it, like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah I mean, like he has he has Junior the same year. Junior um, is that early? Oh, Junior um, is ninety four. You know Dave, Dave was ninety three. Oh, Dave, yeah, was. yeah, Dave, Dave was ninety three, and and before that he had Kindergarten Cop, but um, mm-hmm. that's essentially yeah. where he's we just are. hung over from Kindergarten Cop. Oh, well, who wouldn't be? Who <laughs> wouldn't be? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not uh, it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so Zach, uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah, boys have penises and girls have vaginas. Yeah. Oh, who put on Kindergarten Cop in the background? I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) it's rough. It's all rough. Uh, Yeah, so I'll go. Let's go. We'll go a little longer here. Uh, Mm. Chevy is some sort of business guy. Yeah, he's like a business bro. Like, and he's bad at it. Based on later on in the movie, he's an investment kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, That's he's he's friends with Michael McKeon and Patty Heaton, who are married. Okay. Um, and he goes out to dinner with them, and Daryl Hannah is their like their friend, who's friend back from or... the Peace Corps. Yeah, Weird. something. <laughs> yeah, anyway. no, I think I think it's Peace Corps. I think that she's okay. like uh, back from some kind of overseas job. Of some kind. That... I don't want to step on your toes here, but I feel like you're putting too much into this summary already. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. They hit it off for some reason. I don't know. Okay. okay. He has to go to make it out in a, like a, in a, oh, in it's a gross. restaurant toilet. <laughs> yeah. I have to watch Chevy Chase Ooh. make out multiple times in this movie. Yeah. 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 Nobody needs Including that. once when he's invisible. Yeah, it's weird. even worse. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. even worse. Can you imagine anything worse than watching Chevy Chase make out with somebody? Well, or imagine, somebody make out with no one, essentially. Well, <laughs> yeah. imagine somebody pretending to make out with a invisible Chevy Chase. Oh, God, I'd really rather not. But, yeah, too uh, bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's in Fair your, enough. That's in your brain now. <laughs> we watched that happen. We I, watched that. I'm sorry, my buds. That does yeah. sound terrible. <laughs> um, it's, for some reason, he has to go to like a, a conference presentation, and it's about science, and he's all bored, and he goes to sleep in someone's a, office. A, a that has a sauna yeah. in it. Uh-huh. Speaking speaking of speaking of Zach's office. Oh, I was gonna say there's one directly yeah. behind me, and this is where I work. <laughs> but while he's doing that, like there's a science lab that he walks by, and there's a big accident that happens, and the whole building gets evacuated except for him. I feel like him. Tobolowski spills coffee all over an interview. No, because Tobolowski's a in it later. He's one of the CIA oh, guys. Well, it's 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 oh. it's some kind of generic balding white guy. True. Uh, uh, True. That I thought was Tobolowski, but apparently it was literally anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chevy and part of the building get turned invisible. Yeah, which uh, is actually I like this effect because like it's 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 not like blocks. It's it's very more organic. Like uh, okay. how parts of the building are cut out, and mm. and so like. Chevy is like walking around into invisible walls, uh, even sure. though he can see aspects of the floor in front of him. Right, right, right. I, yeah. I, 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 I think that this is the best effect in the entire movie. I really, that, I really like this part. Actually. That sounds complicated for 1992. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They well, basically, they had somebody with a jigsaw that just like went through and oh. and and <laughs> cut out entire swaths in a more sure. organic fashion. Mm-hmm. And then people walked only on solid ground, but still, yeah, it's it. Okay. it I think it was good. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, Chevy, they figure out he was in there somehow. And yeah, because Sam he's Neal. like bashing on the walls, being like, "Help me, help me!" Uh, and, mm-hmm. You know. So Sam Neill's in the CIA, and he's hunting Chevy. Confusing. Okay. Tobolowski is his over. Yeah, he is like boss, boss of some nature. Yeah. yeah. Now, and, and, the CIA wants him just because he's now interesting because he's invisible or like. Yeah, they want to use him as a spy. 
Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Sure, sure. So, but the if they had entire, seen the movie the, Spies Like Us, they would know that Chevy Chase is a terrible spy. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the, the entire, like, premise is that um, the CIA somehow was funding this science bullshit, and then, uh, you know, when it turned sour, they came up to clean up the mess, and then they found, oh, no, an asset. Right. Hey, how about this asset? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. Yeah. Uh, so the rest of the movie is Chevy, like, experimenting with being invisible, like, trying to get a handle on it, and uh, he goes and stays and at Michael Trying to McKeon's. get a handy about it, yeah. Mm, I was gonna say, eventually. the obvious thing for him is, like, yeah, go, like, peep women's locker rooms or some horrible Chevy Chase that shit. That comes <laughs> up, uh, yeah. where, where uh, Daryl <laughs> Hannah is like, hey, well, why aren't you doing that? And he's like, oh, no, I'm an upstanding citizen. I'm like, ah, Chevy, I don't believe it. That doesn't exactly. track. Yeah. <laughs> But he ends up at the Michael McKeon's beach house, and he's mm-hmm. kind of just like freeloading there and trying to figure out how to be alive. And then, uh, yeah, because and- because you can see the food that goes into him, right? Oh. So like a lot of the effects are like you can see him chewing gum. You can see him like oh, the gum was upsetting. The gum was <laughs> extremely upsetting. You can see him swallowing fluids and foods, and then them gurgling oh. around in his stomach. And then he vomits immediately because he can't stand the, the sight of seeing himself digest. Oh. So he starts like ordering clear food. Yeah, he's only he's only <laughs> like ordering like clearish broths and vodka oh. and um, oh. yeah, hmm. which you know I kind of eventually he starts to just wear a bib. <laughs> that that seems much more sensible. Yeah, sure. yeah. I I don't understand why he wouldn't just like wear clothing where he couldn't see his stomach. But yeah, it's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> he figures it out eventually. Yeah. Uh, so they sure. they all show up, uh, Daryl and uh, Michael and Patty to the mm. beach house with with another dude, and then there's this like stupid romantic subplot. But anyway, yeah. Daryl Daryl uh, discovers chevy uh because he relocates to another house or some shit like he's that. also keeping on her the entire time he is yeah there uh, it is because yep, yep, yep. they they had hit it off you know and he's being gross oh, wink yeah. <laughs> and uh then she's gonna help him like um i don't know i don't I, invest the in the country in and invest in the money. stark yeah. market like is <laughs> a bunch of Oh, they boy. they have sex eventually. Yeah, uh, oh. uh, and then he's um, got that invisible dong. That you yeah, don't. Sam tracks him down. I'd want to try it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not with Chevy so, Chase, but ugh. well, eventually there's like this big standoff. This is the ending, and mm-hmm. uh, with Sam Neil and uh, some CIA guys, and and Sam Neil falls off a building, and then Tobolowski is oh. all like. This never happened. Ignore it. It's all over. Like so, the end of the movie is um, Chevy and uh, and Daryl live in like a ski chalet somewhere in Europe, and she's pregnant as fuck. Yeah, and he's just forever invisible. That's just yep. yeah, movie. yeah. Wow. There's okay. no resolution. <laughs> now I did leave out the scene where they go out to dinner together, and before yeah. they go out to dinner, she puts a lot of really like, like uh, pancake makeup on his face, pancake makeup, yeah. oh. so she could see him. Oh, but oh, I thought this was for other people, so it didn't look weird because he's fucking invisible. Well, that too. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is. But if you so just do can... it to his face, then he's just a floating face. Well, he's <laughs> wearing like a lot of clothes. He's wearing oh, like a okay, like okay. a like a sweater and a scarf and a hat and, right, and, okay. and glasses and shit and, and dentures. These... Oh god! Ooh. No, it's it's white out. 
it's they put white out on they his put white out on his teeth. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, but then there's like, a, there, and the effect looks really weird. Uh, it looks and, extremely but, weird. Yeah. And, yeah, and then there's he the first bite of food he takes, like the whole mouth just melts off, and it's all fucking. Um, yeah, because he yeah. wipes his mouth, and so there's like food running down his throat that you can see, and yeah. he wipes his mouth, and then it's just like teeth in the middle of this hole <laughs> in a makeup face. It's, Who could have seen it, this half coming? Yeah. It's 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 pretty upsetting, but I I actually I enjoyed it. I think it looks stupid as shit, but I enjoyed <laughs> it. It was fun, fun and goofy. Yeah. yeah. So if he if he pooped Did, when you he, said you can see the food, that was the literal first thing. I was like, where does this end? <laughs> so he did yeah. a bad job of wiping. Everyone would know where he was. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah What's that true. shit stain hovering three feet above <laughs> the ground? <laughs> Although the clothes he was wearing when he got turned invisible are also invisible. So yeah, he's got that this like disgusting beat up suit that he keeps wearing. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't okay. come up again. I feel like I feel like he isn't using those invisible clothes for most of the movie. He's just being naked, and we have to see every time we like flash between uh, uh, physical Chevy and and perceived Chevy. Like we have to see a naked Chevy Chase, which is the worst part of this movie. I don't know what cut of the movie I was watching because <laughs> not really, really. Because so I've got the porno parody. It sounds like <laughs> yeah, there was a bunch of times where I had to see a basically disclothed Chevy Chase just covering his dong meat. Yeah, okay. It happened like once or twice. Uh, Yeah, once or twice. Well, that's far too many times, sir. (laughs) You you must admit. Uh. (laughs) You must admit. Let the record show. Your Honor, please. Um, (laughs) So this movie sucks. Um, It sounds bad. It's so bad. I do this have is a fun, one of a the fun worst movie. Carpenter movies I've ever seen. I easily, I, I dislike easily. this more than Ghost of Mars. Uh, no, like it's up there. It's 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 up there. It's at least tied with Ghost with Mars for me. Okay, Ghost of Mars is much worse. Um, I mean, <laughs> it sounded real crazy. It's, yeah, it's bad. It's yeah. bad. But I do have I do have one fun bit of uh, behind the scenes stuff that I I think would be. I just have to. I have okay. to share. Sure. Um, so Chevy and Daryl both had these like crazy contracts that allowed them to just get away with fucking anything on set. Yeah, well, um, especially right. especially Chevy, who would like when he was doing the scenes where they needed to um, like put a partial face on him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a while, like a long time, to put the makeup on. But also there were contacts that he had to wear to like make his eyes invisible oh, on camera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they were apparently uncomfortable. So he would, he told them like, I refuse to wear these for any more than 15 minutes. So like he was just constantly pulling them out in the middle of takes just to like, and <laughs> ruining takes like oh over God. and over and over oh again. And they went way off schedule and all this shit. And sure, like sure. John Carpenter fucking so pissed. But Chevy also apparently was really really horrible to sam neil specifically so yeah. just like in your movie kind of confusing. yeah um, yeah okay. <laughs> uh so much so that john carpenter and sam neil became incredibly close friends 
commiserating together about Chevy oh, Chase specifically. Yeah. Oh, which, that's that's a beautiful outcome. Which of is a, something a horrible that situation. Absolutely. And that led to uh, fucking uh, in the mouth of madness. That led to oh, yeah. uh, Sam Neill's role in that movie. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, they they bonded over their mutual <laughs> hatred of Chevy Chase, which is uh, you know. I think we can all feel in our genes, yes. right? This is an let important us, thing. Let us learn this lesson from them mm-hmm. and push it forward into the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's this great. is a thing that we should all <laughs> carry with us forever. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Famously. Yep. Okay, so should we get to ratings? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. I think there's nothing to say about this movie. Yeah, this movie is entirely nothing. Sure. Um, oh, Patty Heaton and uh, and uh, Michael McKeon are gonna fuck on the beach, and uh, Chevy's gonna watch them. But then uh, Michael oh, yeah. McKeon uh, blows one early. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. And, so Chevy and, is a dirty yeah. bird. There is like watching people naked. Oh yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And that okay. and and Daryl Hannah at one point is like, "Hey, were you like hanging out in my room?" Yeah, right. And he definitely was. Um, Patch. So, uh, all right. So, ratings. The um, IMDb with 23,170 votes is a six. Okay. That's insane. That seems high based on what I was told. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, Lee, uh, take it away. Three and a half. I don't know. It's just like. (laughs) Sure. I feel like if this movie was 20% better, it'd be something that I might leave on cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like... But not. Yeah. No, it's, it sucks, and Chevy mm-hmm. Chase is the worst, and, you know, yeah. I don't like Daryl Hannah either all that much, so... Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, three and a half. Zach, mm-hmm. your movie was great. I oh. love the, the multiple timelines. I love the idea of, like, maybe it's multiple timelines. Maybe you just need to learn how to navigate the world in a healthier way. Like, mm-hmm. And also, Chevy gets die-die at the end, which you know yep. I'm here for. <laughs> so, I'm not going to do this because the episode I just edited, I did this. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We yeah, we need fair. to be more reasonable. It's fair, 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 I do. I serve. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you're a problem. You're a problem. I boy. am. I'm throwing off the fucking curve like nobody's business. Yeah, that's fair. I will um, happily take a nine. Thank you. Very good. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the original. Uh, it's 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 so boring and there's nothing going on and like. I, I would say this is the worst Carpenter for me so far. We talked about, too, that it's okay. like it wants to be a film noir, but it's not. Yeah, and and how yeah. how how Johnny Carp should not do studio films where he, other people he, are, like, telling him what the hell to do. Yeah, he needs to make movies where people are like, here's $25,000. Just, like, do <laughs> something luck. insane, and then <laughs> he'll be great. He'll produce yeah. something that is either fun or interesting. Probably not both, but one of the two. Some of them. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I know, Lee. You, you, <laughs> you, you get straight off my dick. Okay. Eventually, we'll have to do our John Carpenter retrospective episode. But. Sure. Oh, for right. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that probably a three point five is is right. Okay. Like Lee, Lee is correct. This is nothing. This is a nothing film that gets yeah. a middling, middling to low grade. Mm-hmm. Seems right. Seems um, right. Zach, 
I love multiple timelines. You know mm-hmm. I love that shit. <laughs> um, I I love multiple timelines. I love um, just just trying to trying to figure out your life, uh, and then maybe yeah. maybe maybe destroy somebody else's through diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Ah, uh, you get you get an eight point seven. All right. Why? Thank you. And that is it. Pretty big win, yeah. And that and that closes the book on Memoirs of an Invisible Man and possibly John Carpenter Seven. I'll have to look into that. I was gonna say, man, I just want more, but yeah, this this day was going bound to happen. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, like we yeah. have to we have to really jam them in hard now. Yeah. Well, you guys did do that Masters of Horror like TV one hour thing that was very fun (laughs) it's already getting kind of weird yeah that one was good though i enjoy that one i like that one a lot yeah have you not watched it yet because you should i have not i was gonna go through them in order like whatever the other (sighs) yeah you watched a bunch of other episodes that you didn't like and then you didn't watch that episode yeah watch that one yeah watch watch just that one (laughs) all right i probably will i'll send you a link to russian youtube Oh, I have it. Gonna I just do it. Haven't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't it? It was also on. Wasn't it also on Tubi? Probably. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It... Our, our beloved Tubi, our garbage <laughs> pile uh... of streaming services, <laughs> with all the very abrupt ads all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, they're no. so abrupt. <laughs> they're incredibly abrupt. But I did yeah. watch Bones, the uh, the uh, Snoop Dogg horror oh. vampire movie. Oh yeah. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. Don't watch no, it. it but it's on there. Good. Okay. Um. Also, know. if you're interested, Master Chef Australia. Oh, you do love that one. Yeah, Master okay. Chef Australia is way better than Master Chef anywhere else. I have to say. I buy that. Yeah. Uh, especially really, the I'm old seasons. To believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. It's fun. Okay. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah, anywho, uh, next, next week, time Seth, we'll be doing a movie. Oh yeah, I guess so. We're not we're gonna do guests more sparsely because they're complicated and we, we have to schedule it and it's a whole thing. And we've run out of friends. Yeah, yeah. and we never had that many friends to begin with. That's and, true. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we will have guests, but just more. You know, I've got some people lined up, but like I just it's it's hard. At right this now. moment in my life, I cannot. We're all, we're all moving going. around. Yeah. Lee just yeah. got a new job. Lee's about to move. I'm. Yeah probably mostly dead inside yeah. zach is also mostly dead inside so constantly like, yes. yeah mm-hmm. yeah well and zach is is, is going to move to the place that i'm moving to so yeah we did make a sort of death pact yeah that one but somehow it just involved moving you know you keep saying that i'm pretty sure it's tontine but like i I was Uh, just gonna let you go it's a uh it's it's actually a pastry is a tartan it's um so i've been watching a lot of cooking shows i can tell Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Um, um regardless i will also engage in a tartan yeah. to move to whatever town <laughs> um so there we go yep. anyway zach it. reveal to me the movie i have to fake yep seth you will be doing a movie called the way back <laughs> that's kind of the face that's sort of the face i was hoping for <laughs> you sacks of human feces chill factor all over again <laughs> Do you know how great this episode is for me? We got to do a carpenter goof and fuck with you. Like, goofed on, on Seth, yeah. 
How you guys, dare you? Guys, I'm, un- I'm untouchable, baby. You can't, you can't you got nothing on me. And, and you made us watch Holy Motors last week that we never got to talk about. You are just fucking in you fuego right now. Yeah. piece of human garbage. <laughs> How dare you do this to me? Uh, so we had this lined up before your first way back episode. Mm-hmm. And we decided to split them up so you didn't yeah. lose your mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, as much I, well as, as i appreciate that part but good goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> i of course we didn't know at the time that the movie we we're going to put in between was technolust but you know yeah that was also kind of rough i <laughs> hope this movie is awful for you too <laughs> i don't even remember what the second version is to be honest it's i do it's not gonna be fun yeah okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it should not be because yeah. good goddamn! how dare you do this to me <laughs> I appreciate it, and I love you too. But good God, <laughs> that's that's a reasonable reaction. I think. Oh, yeah. Fuck me! All right, <laughs> yeah. Love so that's too. that's what we'll be doing next week. <laughs> you know, I don't feel bad. I, no, the I, goof is worth it. I think. <laughs> I'm so mad.